we talking about trauma today? Big trauma. Big trauma. That's what we're going to have to call this episode, I guess. Call some people out. Um, Yo, you remember that time you... <laughs> when hey, Uncle remember that John- time you ain't never get, let me get that juice box when I stayed in line at your house? Nah, I'll be. About it. Are you ready? This thing on? It's it's on. You, you ain't got to tap it. Uh, yeah. Welcome back to the Untitled Taste Podcast. The uh, Potty Boys are back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if that's a spin Look, We're the Porta Potties. Yo, we're the Porta Potties. <laughs> I was going to take it more direction of like the Hardy Boys, the, po- the Potty the Boys. Porta po- the Basham Brothers. <laughs> the what, brother? The Basham Brothers. I'm uneducated. 2003 to 2007-ish, 8, they were wrestlers in WWE. Uh, see, um, WWE. Doug, Doug Basham, and I forgot the other one. But I'm Doug, because I know his name, and you're the other one. You're the no-name Basham. I mean, I don't even know who they are, so Ooh, that works The Basham me. Brothers. That's us. Okay, well, I mean, I guess Basham is a good lead-in to uh, our first topic, <laughs> which is... The uh, Basham Brothers. Are which is uh, criticism, and like... So what made me think of this was um, I had a family member reach out to me and ask me a question about just just something like, hey, am I like X? You know what I mean? And my my inclination, what I wanted to respond with was like, no, no, of course, you know, of course not. I'm, you're not like that at all, you know. But I had to reflect and have like a moment of honesty and think like there's a way to be honest and shoot straight with them without being a jerk. Like, I'm not saying you want to beat them into the ground, but if you really love and care about somebody, you know, I think you should love them enough to let them know when they're slipping up or, you know, kind of not slipping up, but like when they have a consistent issue that they're, or a character flaw that they're dealing with, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what, where, how are you with criticism in terms of giving it and taking it when it comes to like um, friends and family? So, for me, when it comes to criticism, as far as like getting criticism, yeah, um, I'm all for it. Like, I would much rather someone tell me what I did wrong rather yeah. than just telling me, um, like I did. Don't say, hey, um, no, because a reason that you won't describe it then not tell me like what I did. I guess, um, mm. like I would much rather someone just shoot straight and tell me like, hey. Stupid. This is stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got like, you. You don't have to beat around the bush because then I feel like you're just like skating and I can't skate. I can't roller skate. I can't blade blade. I can't ice skate. <laughs> no skating with me. I, see, I think you're kind of going a little bit more. It seems like you're going a little bit more in the relational side when it comes to, to use your word, uh, when you're dealing with females. Oh, I know that's no, your word. No, we're so. not talking about... No, I'm just saying... Oh, no, I'm talking about in like all... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, all yeah. relationships, like... Yeah, I mean, to give a little a little insight into mine and Kennard's friendship, we kind of had, not like something crazy, but we kind of had a thing, a uh, disagreement, or, you know, like, we had an issue... Uh, I don't know, a week or so ago. And like, it, I mean, when we eventually talked on the phone about it and I kind of just like explained it straight up, I feel like our issue definitely got resolved a lot quicker. But uh, I don't know. It's just kind of, it's funny. Why Why do you think that we do this? I, I was thinking about it as like criticism light. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's just like, 
Diet criticism. Yeah, diet criticism. There you go, yeah. I think you don't... So, even if you feel in your mind this is coming from, like, a good place, and, like, I know this is coming from, like, a a place where I know I care about this person, you never know how someone's going to take it. And so the best way for someone to not take something the wrong way is to make sure that it isn't as, quote-unquote, extreme as you want it to be. Mm. So it's like... I'm softening my punch instead of me just going all out and punching you in the gut like, hey, yeah, this is wrong. But like a, yeah, 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 like a light slap. Yeah. So it's like you're softening the blow, so they can like, I guess, uh, digest it easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. Of like, you just kind of want to soften the blow. But I mean, we're called to, you know, and I, <laughs> it's it's so funny because I. I, I feel like that term gets overused, like, oh, we're called to do X, and you know what I mean? But I think very, like, really seriously, we are called to, like, uh, call our brothers and sisters out in Christ in a loving way when we see those things, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I don't know, it's funny because it's like a tough thing of you don't want to be hurtful and, and make them feel terrible about themselves, but also you got to, like, I don't know, you got to love them enough to whipping back into shape. No, you're not whipping them back into shape. You're just like <laughs> maybe that's a helping term hell, yeah, in 2020, you're, but <laughs> you're helping I mean you're you're um like you said in your situation like someone asked for it, so you're just doing what you were asked. Yeah, like, yeah. You're you're trying to help them that way, but like it's not you correcting someone at all, but you're like you're you're trying to help them uh, you're trying to help bring awareness to a situation yeah. or something that um either you've noticed or that they've noticed and they want your opinion on. Yeah. Um, Speaking of what I've noticed, uh, what's up with you and not showing your feelings, bro? What? (laughs) Man. Yo, that segue. This segue, I feel like I'm on a scooter right now. Um, I think, so, full transparency here, I'm not the best when it comes to um, showing any emotion outside of excitement or anger. Oh, I thought you were about to go somewhere sick with it. No, <laughs> like, so, and with anger, I very seldom show that in a public forum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show it in a closed forum. Yeah. But as far as anger, I won't show it really in, like, a public forum. Yeah, yeah, Um. And then excitement kind of blends in with happiness, I guess, if you want, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Um, because for me, growing up naturally, um, that's kind of what I saw like in my community from people who look like me. Yeah. Like acceptable behavior is acceptable, um, not behavior, but acceptable like feelings. And the way you portray yourself is you're excited about something, sports. Mm-hmm. Girls, stuff that you like, whatever the case may be, or your anger about something, whether it be you're mad at someone, you want to fight somebody, yeah, yeah, you're mad something didn't go your way, whatever the case may be, and so I don't think it was, I definitely don't think it was a conscious thing for me growing up. Like, hey, I'm only gonna show this emotion or right. this emotion. And the rest of that will just get bottled up and, like, corked. <laughs> um, but it's just, that's just how, like, 
it it was for me and like a lot of people that I know, like very seldom I have some friends that like they have one emotion and it's neutral. Nothing. Like that's just sick. They're never too high and they're never too low. Um, a, I shouldn't say sick state, but that's but, a that's a rough state to be in. I think, yeah, I you know? mean, but I mean that's just yeah, yeah. That's the way it is, and and I definitely have found myself over the past year and a half or so um, becoming more comfortable with my emotions and like being able to express them when I need to. I still like I'm still not the big hope. Like you can't just sit me down and have an emotional powwow for yeah. six to eight hours and like. Yeah, if anybody's doing that, I'm, <laughs> um, I'm out. Like, hour, hour one or two, I'm out. Like, I can say what I need to say and 15, 20 minutes and get about it. <laughs> but that, that's how I am, though. Like, I'm going to say it. Like, Yeah, and, and this is a serious topic, but I got to roast you a little bit. I feel like you could find more of your emo- – like, you probably communicate more of your emotions through your playlist because you, you, you listen to so much sad boy music and, like, I don't know, man. I – I don't, so, I guys, guess... Guys be showing their feelings to their playlist, like, on the low. Yes. Fact. Um, I do portray, I do portray, I do... Reflect. Send, like, coded messages mm. in, like, some of my actions. And so, in certain things, if I post something, what I say, or what I say in the comments, could be a message for a certain person... Mm. Or something like that, and mm. no one else is gonna get it. And like I've had, like, 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 like for example, shut up! Like, <laughs> I already know where you're trying to go. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. I've had enough of this city living. <laughs> no, no, uh, you're you're nuts. Yeah, um, this city living is. But it's nuts. like, <laughs> like I've had people be like, "Bro, you're like this makes no sense." Like, but it wasn't for you to understand. Yeah. City, you've uh, been living in East Tennessee. Yo, uh, <laughs> like it, you, you, it's not meant for you, and so it's like I don't know how we even got to this or to me because we're supposed to be talking. <laughs> I guess you got on my emotions, but yeah. Um, back to somewhat seriously, like it's just because um, I've been told I was just like you kind of seem like you don't really care mm. um, a lot of the times, and it's like I feel like I'm like. I may give off that vibe because like you called me, you were, you were like this. We were talking about, uh, so we were talking about Nick's sister. Yeah. And Nick was like, what a sick lead. <laughs> we, were we were talking, talking about, about we we're talking about one of Nick's sisters, um, and how he wants me to marry his sister. And, um, Nick was like, I know you were true to right. You're like a sad boy in nature. So like, I know, like I, like I trust you or whatever. But um, <laughs> sounds like a sick conversation. Yo, but, uh, I just want to say I'm giving you permission to try and date my sister. I mean, that's basically how it went nah, down. You were like, a, bro, she's a grown woman. Hashtag respect women. Twenty twenty. Nick, Nick came to me and was like, she dog, dog. I think it's time for you to become the brother-in-law. I was like, dang, for real. He was like, yeah. And I was like, I don't know, man. Yeah, but so, but it was on one agreement that you changed your last name. Oh my god! So you would be Canard Bible, you know, like that. That's sick. <laughs> That's sick. That is sick. That's great. <laughs> um, yeah, my emotions are like this. Ooh, I was gonna, I wasn't gonna talk about this, but I am now. Um, so like last night, like, just 
I'm confused. Taking us to the um, next level. <laughs> so, um, with me and like dealing with my emotions, it's still kind of this topsy turvy thing that I'm figuring out. And so, like, there'll be times where I think I'm in a space where I'm like really good and really fine and like really hyped, ready to go, whatever the case may be. And I just go through this spell. Like, like, like yesterday, I was fine all day yesterday. Yeah. And then, like, 10 o'clock hit, and I was supposed to play the game with a buddy of mine, and I just fell into this spell. I won't say it's, like, a depression. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how to describe these things. But I just was like, I don't want to do. And it wasn't like I just didn't want to play the game because I love playing it. Yeah. But yeah. it was just, like, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. And it, and it like, for for girls listening and I'm not saying it like this but like girls listening saying it's hearing something simple like playing a game or whatever like not showing up to play a game sounds like an innocuous thing it sounds like it's not a big deal but like I feel like for guys that's our main hangout you know what I mean yeah. especially when we're all super busy you know we're like hey we got an hour or two at night time we hop on to play games and so that that's like a a thing to to just kind of ghost on the on the gaming session you know what I mean yeah. and so yeah, I don't know. It's weird for me. I grew up with like my dad being very uh, emotionally honest and like communicated his emotions very. I mean, I wouldn't say perfectly, but he was he was like there was always this open floor of communication in terms of like expressing yourself, and so I've had that luxury uh, in terms of like I would say I grew up in a space where I felt permission to feel things as I wanted to feel them and express them as I wanted to. Granted, there are some circumstances in my life where that didn't happen, but in terms of living with my dad, that's how it went. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and so, but as I've gotten older, uh, I felt this pressure of, uh, I can show my emotions, but I need to. And, and you know, I think there is merit to it in terms of like, you can show and communicate your emotions, but you have to learn how to express them uh, kind of like, ob kind of objectively, you know what I mean? You have to express them, but not be ruled by them as you're expressing them. So I can express anger and frustration, but I can't be shouting and yelling at you as I'm doing it, you know what I mean? Like it has to be like, hey, I'm, I'm feeling angry, I am angry, or I felt angry, whatever, past, present, future tense you want to use, you know, like I'm feeling these this way about this situation and explaining it that way rather than just coming out of the gate swinging and going crazy. You know what I mean? Um, and so, I don't know. It's just funny that pressure of like, it, it used to be that I felt like I couldn't show, not that I couldn't, but people were expecting me to not show any emotion. You know what I mean? Of just like, hey, you need to be cool, calm, and collected, which there is merit in that. You know what I mean? But I think also, I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a funny balance of, of trying to kind of keep it in check at the same time, you know, and not, and not being, you know, you're, it's, I, I, <laughs> shout out to therapy. Uh, you know, you're allowed to feel whatever you want to feel, but you're not allowed to react however you want to react. You know what I mean? I feel like I've heard you say that before. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So on back to the feelings thing, cause I want to hash this out and to make sure no one just creates this idea of me in their head that I don't think oh, you're it's trying right. To, you're trying to justify uh, yeah, what let you're me, saying. Let me gaslight, I guess it's gaslighting yeah, myself. Yeah, 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 let yeah, me yeah. gaslight myself real quick. Um, I think 
since, so I would say, I mean, outside of this past year and a half, I think the older I got in school, yeah. specifically like high school, and like the more comfortable I became with who I was yeah. or who I am and not who I was becoming. Yeah, yeah. So like throughout middle school, your thing is like, all right, you want to fit in, whether it be this crowd or this crowd or whatever the case may be. Um, and like the further you get more secure in your identity, wherever you find that, yeah. for us, it's in the Lord. Um, but like the closer you get to finding your, the closer you get to finding your identity, the more comfortable you'll become. And from there, I think that's when your emotions become not easy to deal with, but easier yeah. to find how to deal with. That makes me think of uh, something I've really struggled with is, and uh, specifically in regards to. Uh, talking to and pursuing uh, women, God-fearing women, we always clarify, <laughs> but, you know, but seriously, like, in regards to that, I'm, I I think back to, like, middle school and high school, um, and, like, my first love, whatever, you know, and, and relationships like you that. You talking about Ashley? Man, she <laughs> was, she was awesome. It's actually uh, a girl named Brittany. Anyways. Uh, Brittany, if you out there. She ain't listening. I just want to let I, you I, know, Brittany. I, I, I bet a thousand dollars. He's sorry. She, like, Nick, he wants you back. It's her fault. Back uh, then, he was just a young rap scallion, a young Neanderthal. But he wants you. He wants you back. Anyways. Brittany, if you're out there listening, she ain't listening. call I think me she, at 555-4317. I repeat, that's 555-4317. Area code 561. 561. Yeah. Continue on. No, but like, I don't know if you can relate to this. Maybe it's just me, but... I feel like my, uh, the attraction or like how ready, I guess, if you want, I don't know exactly how to describe it, but I felt more energized to want to pursue them, if that makes sense. Or I felt like more excitement about going on dates or like more excitement about doing... In middle school? Yeah, high school, whatever. High school, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know if that's just me. Maybe it's just... I think that's just you. Because because it's like I'm talking my therapist tomorrow. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Maybe I think um, stop taking girls to the same place. Go somewhere <laughs> different. They're telling me everybody can't. You telling me girls don't want pals every girls time. Girls don't want pals and fazolis every time. <laughs> They're missing out. Uh, nah. Um, no, I, I I get what you mean. I think, and it's also because whenever you originally started dating, not you specifically, yeah. you. But like you as in me. <laughs> so, uh, whenever you originally start dating, it's kind of like, it's a, not a, see, because the, the terminology I'm about to use is about to be awful what, with how I'm about to say this, but it's like, it's like you're opening up a brand new video game that just came out and... You have no idea what's going on, so everything <laughs> continues to blow your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time. That like, does sound whoa. super sick. That sounds super yeah. sick without context. Yeah, it seems like a game, but it's not a game. But no. it, it, like it's a game. Blowing your mind, everything. No, I'm like, because you're just like, man. No, I know what you mean. Like, it's a first experience for yeah. you. Like, it's your yeah. first like first Valentine's Day date yes. and your first prom, taking a girl yeah. to the prom. Uh, it's your first ex, you know, or prom is a high school only thing, but taking a girl out dancing or whatever, yeah. that's a thing. You know what I mean? Things like that. It's like, it's a lot of first time experiences. And so you kind of lose some of that, 
uh, shine, I guess, which sounds sick, but that's just kind of how things go, you know, in life, unfortunately. And I think, and I'm not trying to sound like that guy, but I think it, the more I reflect, the more I reflect on those kind of things, the more it makes sense why the Lord has laid out things the way he has, if that makes sense. Like sex, the first time you have it with a, a girl is like this crazy, incredible experience. Right. And then it kind of loses that shine and this sounds sick and I'm not trying meaning for it sounds sick but it's kind of one of those things it's like in retrospect I understand why God is like hey you're one wife you're one husband you guys are one flesh like that's the only person that you have sex with because then it's that special crazy exciting thing in that relationship and it's never anything else you know what I mean and so I don't know it's just it's kind of crazy because it's like that not just with physical pleasures or anything like that but with emotional things like the first time that I had a Bible study with a girl that I was dating and like we had a Bible study just between the two of us like that's a really intimate thing that's not necessarily physical that's like a a really special experience you know what I mean not to unserious this but I remember the first time I bought girl a girl flowers man I did it smooth too I think I bought a bear as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My first Valentine's Day, I got Dude. the big flowers, the huge teddy bear. Like I, was, I didn't get it a huge joint. I got it like that. This was out. middle school. so this I, t- was, I took out a loan, This bro. was took- Whoa. <laughs> this was like seventh grade, maybe? I think seventh I, grade. Dang, I was a freshman in high school. Man. I think I pulled up with the with the brown teddy bear. Um, the flowers. You make a match? Did like- I have... Ch- yeah. The brown on brown. Um, I think I had chocolates, too. Hey, um, dude. This girl's a musician now, so she's pretty rad still. Um, but we only speak highly of our exes, of course. All two of them each, you know. What I mean? Yep. I only ever dated two girls. Dos. Yeah. Third um, girl's gonna be my wife. Yes. I'm sure of it. Third time's the charm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I remember the first time like um, buying a girl something. You just like, man, wow, this with my own money, like. And I'm giving it to you. Yeah. And I get nothing in return. But it was rad. Yeah. And it still is rad. Like doing stuff for, and, and not even just like in the relationship one, but like just doing stuff for people um, is really fun because you get to see like genuine gratification, like genuine gratification from someone that's probably like the best feeling like I have. Because yeah. you were talking about my feelings. So I guess it's that's going to match with the topic. Like doing something for someone and them genuinely being like, man, I appreciate what you did. Yeah. It's like the biggest. Look, I'm not. I like. I'm not super into the enneagram, but I, I kind of am. You're a sicko. A t- if you're about to ask me what my no, 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 is. no. I'm just saying. Like as a two, that's kind of what I live for. Is that gratification? Maybe in an unhealthy way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, so I get what you're saying. Like that gratification is. Uh, it's it's cool, man. This is super unrelated, except for the fact that we were talking about my first girlfriend. But on April Fools, when I was dating her. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> It's so sick. This is a true story. 100% true story. On uh, I, I, I had her come over. We were hanging out at my house, whatever. We were walking around, and then I did the dumbest thing ever. I broke up with her as a prank. You How know? long did you let this go on? A full oh, day? Dude, all of, no, no, no. All of like two minutes because she started breaking down. No. Crying. Dude, she was like sobbing. She was like, what? Oh, man. I you felt like awful. garbage. Nick dude. is trash. Hashtag Nick is trash. <laughs> Yeah, you did this in like, high school. Think about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You did yeah. this in high school. Yeah. A you should know better. Girl, I just made her think. You dude, should know the better. The worst. The worst. Yeah. You should I, know better. 
Fourteen year old Nick was awful. I mean, twenty three year old Nick. No. Nah, uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So while we were thinking, um, one really funny question that I had for Nick um, that he didn't know about was was uh, what movie, if any, has made you cry? I. Cr- and I, if so, why? I cry all the time in movies. Uh, I guess, and I, it's just something like, I don't know, I, I'm just a big softy, I guess, when it comes to movies, and there's, I usually find myself seeing themes in movies that really just kind of like strike a chord in my heart. I'll give you an example of the most recent movie that I kind of, I cried at was, uh, it's, it's A Wonderful Day in the Neighborhood, it's the Mr. Rogers movie, yeah. and it's just like, uh, I, it, it was like start to finish, I was crying, I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie, like, I can get judged, I was crying like start to finish in that movie, but he's on the phone uh, Mr. Rogers, played by Tom Hanks in this movie, Mr. Rogers is on the phone with uh, the guy, Richard Vogel or whatever, and he's sitting there talking, and it's their first conversation. They're setting up a time to have an interview for him to come and talk to him, whatever, and he goes, um, Mr. Vogel, do you know what the most important thing in the world is to me right now? And he goes, no, how, like, how could I know? What is it? And he's like, talking to Richard Vogel. And it's just like, it's so, it's so, I know it's kind of dumb, but it's just like really sweet and very like intentional. And it like, I feel like Mr. Rogers' life very much reflected the love and compassion of Jesus. And it's something that like, uh, it's something in my faith that really continually breaks my heart in a great way of like the undying, like unfailing love of Jesus is something that always like strikes a chord in my heart and like, and kind of breaks me in a good way. And so seeing that kind of reflected, granted it's a movie, but Mr. Rogers was that dude in real life. So, you know, it's just like, it's just really cool to see. But, uh, yeah, I guess that was a bit more serious than you were trying yeah, to make it. See, no, I feel like a <laughs> dummy head because mine is stupid. Well, what's the, what about um, you? What's the movie that you cried? Probably the most recent movie. Remembering the Titans? Ain't no mountain high enough, baby. <laughs> PD! <laughs> Sunshine. So um, no, but probably the most recent movie because I go to recent movie. Yeah, probably the most recent movie that has made me um, cry, and I don't cry for like anything really ever. I'd be crying at commercials. And no, like I don't cry like for like I don't cry with like any real world thing like that actually happens. Like someone dies, I typically don't cry. Like I'm like I'm not a crier. Yeah. Except for art. When it comes to art, I'm emotional. Art. art. I'm really emotional. So like. I remember times where I would drive back and forth from my old school yeah. back home. Yeah. And if a certain song would play, I would cry literally on the way back home. For no reason. Mm. Like, and the song's old. Not like a new song. It has no, like, and I just, like, these little sentences and these little bars and these songs yeah, yeah. emotionally strike something in me. Mm. And it's just, like, wrecks. Yeah. Um, but, with that being said, the most recent time that I've cried was watching... Um, Honey Boy by Shia LaBeouf and um, he just the conversation throughout the movie it's really emotional because the conversations that um, he has with his dad hmm. is just really tough because Shia LaBeouf is playing his dad um, and or a guy loosely based on his dad because the movie is loosely based on his career and there's a point where um, his dad is like threatening to leave him because he's like, so Shia was paying his dad yeah. to watch him while he was doing the auditioning and everything. And um, 
he gets to the point where he just goes off on his dad. Like so, the the little kid goes off on Shy, and he's yeah. like, um, like I pay you to be here. Like, I like no one else is gonna um employ a, a convict or a felon or whatever, and like just goes off on him because he's mad at him because, um, for some reason I can't remember right now because they argue a lot in the movie. Yeah. Um, and I assume that's how it realistically happened, and his dad uh, like punches him. Um, Dang. No, no, his dad straight up like smacks him in the face like twice, um, and he's like, "I'll go." And his dad starts to pack up his stuff, um, gets on his motorcycle, and just leaves him for like an extended period of time. And it's just like, bro, I was too. I was like at that point, I was like, "Dang," because it's it's tough. Like it's a tough. Yeah. Because you're just like, if this literally happened to Shia LaBeouf, like this is tough. It's yeah. like he got he got a lot of crap. Well, most a lot of actors get like a lot of just crap for living how they live. Yeah, and no one really, and not many people know any. Yeah, like the why about, or how yeah. how they arrived. It's at like that point. he started at t- 11, 12. Yeah, he was on the Even Steven show. Yeah. That was something we I watched as a kid. Yeah, Even um, Steven. But he had been doing it for five, six years at that point. Like, and, but he was a new face at that point in like the the Hollywood realm. But yeah. he had been doing it since he was a young kid and it's just like man that intense schedule and like the boy there's another scene where um shy played by the little boy not the actual yeah. shy buff but um honey boy is uh like starts crying because he doesn't want his dad to leave him because mm-hmm. they get into another argument yeah. and um that was just like it was really tough to, to, to watch. But it was really good like I watched it. Yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is my favorite movie. Yeah, um, okay. As far as serious movies are concerned, it's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. So um, that would be a movie that I would recommend for sure if you like Dang. stories. And it's an indie film. So yeah, like Shia yeah. LaBeouf wrote the screenplay. That's awesome. Um, but he had someone else direct it. it was, yeah. It's my favorite movie. That's um, awesome. Dang. So. Uh, a song I listened to recently, again... And and on its face, it may sound kind of weird that it's a song that kind of made me tear up. But uh, it was "Suicidal Thoughts" by Biggie, and like I was listening to it. And I guess for me, since we're gonna be super serious right now, uh, you know, like I had a buddy a couple weeks ago uh, kill himself, and so like it listening to that song, and uh, I wouldn't say I've been in that exact same space as Biggie or my friend who took his life. Um, I wouldn't say that, but I have been uh, in a spot akin to that. And it's just like, it's a really heavy place. And like listening to the bars on its face, it just sounds like he's just like, oh, I just want to keep being a bad dude or whatever. But it, I'm like, on the background of it, it, it felt like a man who understood that he was a burden to the people that he loved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, that was just like really heavy for me because it's just like, we, I feel like we all have felt like burdens, or maybe not, but I feel like, you know, at some point we've all kind of felt like burdens in some capacity, maybe minor or major, you know, but uh, to like, to see that and then it actually be the kind of the truth of the situation, not saying Biggie was the worst person ever or whatever, but like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, there's like obviously some merit to, to what he was talking about. And so that was just a song recently. Uh, that I just, I listened to the other night and it was just like, it hit me in a way that it like, I used to listen to it and be like, dang, these are, these are like cool bars and like, yeah, it's kind of a heavy song, but like he's, <laughs> you know, it's Biggie, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I don't know, it's just, it kind of hits a little different when, 
when you understand why you, you know why your friend took his life mm-hmm. and then or you have an idea of why he did and then you can kind of hear that being reflected in a song you know yeah. all right that was fun guys <laughs> yeah that was great no that was that's that good no it was, it was a good conversation uh went a little i think it went a little long look at us Look at us going 35 minutes. Look at us getting comfortable. Not too comfortable. I keep though. telling Kanar we're going to be doing two-hour podcasts eventually. but he keep, he If you want to listen to me for two hours, you either have nothing to do. I mean, we listen to like a three-and-a-half-hour podcast do, two times a week, and we're up to date. Look at us, though. True. We don't have anything going on. We ain't got nothing going on. We have on. nothing positive going for us. That, um... <laughs> That being said, uh, we probably won't have a podcast next week. Unless we double duty this week, at the end of this week, before I peace out Yeah, for a little bit. So we may be off next week, but we'll definitely be, because it's Thanksgiving, but we'll be back the week after that for sure. Yeah, so no, so if anything, we wouldn't have one. They're like, not this, it, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. This episode comes out Tuesday. The next Tuesday, we probably won't have an episode. No, we would, because I'm here till the end of this weekend. Okay, well, all right. So then we would have one, realistically. All right. Look, to... I'm just trying to update the viewers, man. I'm trying right. to, like, I, we really appreciate all the feedback, love, yes. and support. Like, we've only done a couple episodes, but it's and we're having a lot of fun. And honestly, it's been like the feedback is really great. Yes. And if you don't like the super serious stuff, you just let us know. And we'll go back to making jokes. Uh, I had I had so after the first because the first episode is straight serious. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like uh, I asked him to be like, is that like it? Yeah. Because it's like. We're we're untrained guys talking about like serious topics. Yeah. There's people who are better on a microphone and they know more about what they want to talk about yeah. than we do. And so but we came into this with the idea of just like we're gonna talk we're just gonna record what we talk about every day anyway. Yeah. Or every other day anyway. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what it is for us. So like, there's gonna be times where there's gonna be like the most serious thing in the world that you can think of. Yeah. And there's gonna be times where um, we talk about uh, Nick's good morning text messages to audio message. His, 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 his audio message to his girl. Yeah. And so, um, like, it's like. The only thing sure about us is that nothing's for sure about us. Yeah, buddy. that's a sick nah. So nah, that's we're us. Out. We're out. We'll see y'all so. next. We'll see y'all <laughs> next time. Have a great week. Yep.